0: Hello, friends, Maestro here, bringing you episode 344 of Maestro on the Mic, doing it Thursday, shorty style. In today's episode, I'm talking to you about handling holiday season overwhelm. Now, I specifically did not put in the title how to handle it because the bulk of this episode is really talking about learning from what you're feeling right now, identifying what you're feeling right now, learning from what you're feeling right now and using it to make sure that next year isn't a repeat. But if you're in the thick of it, let's, let's be honest, like at this point, you probably have to push through, give yourself grace, rest when you need. But I think there's a ton to be learned. So we're going to chat all this and more. But first, hey, DJ, give me that heartbeat. Hello friends, Maestro here and welcome back to another episode of my favorite podcast. So we are still rocking with the new mic. I made some adjustments from last time, namely turning shit off that was in the background. I think I had the air purifier on. So shout out to Lex for giving me the heads up on that. Uh, One of the things I realized is when I I do listen back to it, I'm listening like in the room. I don't have... uh, like headphones on it's just playing back to the computer so those finer sound layers, you don't pick them up uh, and then I was outside walking when I listened to it and I was like oh yeah I don't hear it but I could definitely hear the difference I was going between episodes when I was walking and I was like I can definitely hear the difference in the mics and I'm so stoked for this new mic uh but uh yeah I realized that there was a sound in the background thank you for that Lex and we changed it and I'm actually standing now I didn't even realize that my standing desk went this high. Like this thing is like up to my chest right now. I didn't, I've never put it up this high. There's literally no reason for me to, but I'm standing and I think this is, this might be the way to go. But yes, I'm talking about the microphone again. No, it's not going to be 10 minutes worth of talk about it. So blessings to those of you who listened to a last, last episode, but I care about this stuff. I think it's actually really cool. So today what we're actually talking about is seasonality talking about it again because we are changing seasons yet again. And, you know, this time we're really getting into winter. Last time I kind of brought it up, uh, we were going from summer to fall. And that's like usually the hardest for people because it's such a stark contrast. Uh, Actually, next month, one of my guests is going to be Emily Reed. I spoke about her in the original episode that I spoke I spoke about her in the original episode I recorded about seasonality because she really introduced me to that concept and that term most specifically. Uh, So I might bring her on the podcast in January and we're going to do an episode just with her and talking about all the things. But right now we're going into winter and it is the holiday season and that has a seasonality obviously to itself, in and of itself. We can think about the weather. And that's absolutely an issue. But I think that there's less of a stark contrast, less of a change between, you know, fall to winter as there is summer to fall. So I think many of us are used to these colder temperatures. I played volleyball this morning, it was like forty three degrees and I was like immediately no, but also we're gonna do it. So, you know, yes, winter is here, but I think the biggest issue is the kind of the holiday season and the rush and the stress that people can be feeling. And I actually sent this out in a newsletter to my email list that's discussing this concept of seasonality and asking people if they felt stressed or swamped or overwhelmed or burned out because I've been seeing a lot of these words pop up on social media and when I see that on social media whether it's in stories especially if it's in stories more so than posts when I see in people's stories I'm like this is what people are feeling I'm grateful that they're sharing it and there's a good chance that other people in my audience are feeling it as well other people in the insta fam so brought it up in an email and I wanted to use this episode to speak about that so Right, you know, first things first, right off the bat, my favorite phrase there, my favorite podcast phrase. I think it's important to identify what you're feeling right now, right? Write it down. So identify it, speak it, but also write it down, all of the things. And, you know, I would take it back, not just like, yeah, start with what you're feeling right now, but if you can remember back even a few weeks when things started, right? Because we've commercialized this shit out of holidays and suddenly we go from, summer to Christmas like there's like no in between for me personally Thanksgiving is the best holiday we just like just fly right over that thing but if you can think back a little bit and write down what you were feeling write down the things that were happening the things that brought you joy and also obviously the things that brought you stress or made you unhappy or things that you just didn't like doing and I, this is important that to me it's important that you write this down I want you to have a record of this. So write it down, pen and, pen and paper, or, you know, write it in your phone, in your notes section, whatever. But I need you to have a record of this thing. Why? I'm going to skip ahead of my bullet points here. Why? Because I don't want this shit to happen again next year. Every year we get hit with the same thing and we're always like, oh, oh my God, it's dark at 4 p.m. Like it's never happened before. Or, oh my God, the holiday shopping got away from me. Or, oh my God, the kids are actually home now. And, you know, COVID threw a wrench in there. But Christmas vacations and holidays and things like that. And I watch people get so overwhelmed. I was people, especially when I had, you know, my more traditional job. And as I started working for myself, I knew that I didn't really like working a ton during the holiday season, really during December. It's cold. You you all know I don't do so well with the cold. And I was just like, it's the end of the year. I like to just wind things down. My brother's birthday, Justin, he doesn't listen to this podcast, but uh, my brother's birthday is on Christmas and my birthday is on New Year's. So for the past few years, we've kind of, you know, tried to hang out, have him out here. So I don't really want to be doing a million things. I didn't necessarily need to be doing zero work but I knew that I didn't want to be doing a ton. And so when I was planning out my my calendar year, and when I say planning, I don't want you folks to get comparisonitis and be like, oh my God, Maestro plans out every single day and every single post for the whole year. and Because that's far from what I do. Realistically, when I'm planning things out, number one, this is why I think it's really important to have iterations, subsequent iterations of a program or whatever is, the thing that you're running running. When people... When you launch something and it doesn't work or you don't get as many people as you want and then you like change it and do a new thing and then you change it and you do a new thing. You never get the reps. You never figure out like a time frame for it. You never get into that cadence, right? You never get into that groove. I'm about to run the my Instagram intensive for the 10th time. I will be plugging that in one second, but I'm about to run it for the 10th time. And because of that, I know how long it takes. I know how much lead up time I want in terms of you know building some hype. I know how I'm going to feel afterwards. Like I need to rest afterwards because like it is a big commitment for me. It takes a lot of energy. And so I know how many times a year I want to run it. So when I go to build out my calendar, it's largely based around that as the big event, the big thing that I, you know, the big service that I offer that I actually push to the, to my audience. And then I also have on my calendar now that I've run Legacy, it's the second time I have when our Legacy calls are. I have when my podcast episodes go out, I have when my mafia calls are going to be. So those are the big things that I put on the calendar and then I can plan around it and, you know, trying to get more speaking events or whatever it is. If I do want to maybe think about launching something new, if I'm trying to calculate revenue goals or anything like that, I put, that's what I mean when I say planning out is really putting the big rocks on the calendar. Now, tying it back into what I was saying before about seasonality and understanding how you feel in certain seasons, I know that I don't really like, want to be doing the most in December. And what that has largely come to be is I don't want to be traveling at all in December. So obviously 2020, that was great. Uh, before then, I was doing stuff when, and teaching things like that. But I try to not put anything on the calendar. I also didn't want to be doing too many like launching of things or work and things like that. So... When I'm looking at revenue goals or things like that, I am going to calculate, calculate that not based off of 12 months because I'm not going to be working in December. And I think about launches and stuff during the summer and how much am I going to be around and do I want to be launching things? And so when I go to look at my calendar, plan out the next year, again, I'm just putting the big rocks on there. But I am considering the seasonality of things, namely the actual seasons and what You know, I'm going to be wanting, what I'm going to want to be doing during those times, how I'm going to be feeling. So circling back, this is why I encourage you, write down exactly what you're feeling right now. Because we tend to forget. Pain is such a great motivator, but it's such a great motivator in the moment, right? We absolutely, as humans, forget pain. We know that something hurt. We know that we didn't like it. It was unpleasant, but it, it doesn't hit the same way down the road. And I will, you know, say that till I'm blue in the face, which is why people have more than one child. Because if I think if you remembered that, you might be like, mm, what about? No, right? So in the moment, it is a great motivator. But it's hard to actually recall how bad something was for most things, right? Namely, things that perhaps are worse in the moment and maybe don't have some super like long-term effect you know things that like you know perhaps like a broken heart that kind of pain you may remember that for a really long time or like betrayal but the pain of winter the pain of winter stress the pain of holiday stress I think we forget it because it comes back around every year and every year we're like shit I am stressed I am over overwhelmed I feel overworked now I do obviously always want to acknowledge, sometimes you got to do what you got to do until you can afford to do what you want to do. You got to push through. Like I think about working in the the clinic and it felt like I had one day off during the holidays and that's what it needed to be. I was doing that and I, I wanted a steady paycheck and I wanted health insurance. Why I wanted it, I don't know. I never even go to the doctor, but wanted it. And so that was the trade-off there. So I, I fully want to acknowledge if you are in the thick of things and you just got to keep going, you know, pushing forward so that you can get through it, more power to you, man. Like I see you, I support you, I am cheering you on. Keep going. I promise that it is worth it on the other side. For those of you that have a bit more choice with things, a bit more agency, write that shit down so that you're prepared for it next year. Now, this is going to tie into the episode that dropped uh, this past Monday. So this episode is going to go out, if you're listening to it on the day that this episode drops, it will be, oh, what is the date? I can't see. My desk is so high now. It will be the 23rd of December. On Monday, December 20th, I released an episode with Laura Jean from Australia. What a phenomenal, phenomenal accent she has. If you haven't listened to that episode, do me a solid. Go check it out after this. Uh, it is a, obviously a long episode because it's an interview. But we talked all about values and we talked about pausing as well. It's one of my favorite things that she does and she has the courage to do and the confidence and the you know, conviction to do. But talking about values and this that episode ties into this because one of the things I see, especially around holiday seasons, is people doing shit they hate. Like, they don't want to be doing any of that. And they keep doing it, whether it's because they don't want to let someone down or whether it's because they just have never questioned it. It was actually when I was kind of planning out this episode, I was thinking of a, I don't, I don't want to call it a parable because I don't even know if that's the right word, but there's a story that I heard or that I read, I read it on Instagram. I thought it was, it was, it was good, humorous. And something along, something along the lines of, you know, there's a a woman, of course, it's stereotypical here, and she is cooking like a ham for the holidays. And she's cooking it with her daughter. And she's explaining to her daughter how they, how they, her family has always done it. And it's really important to cut off the ends in a specific way. And the daughter's like, but why? And she's like, this is the way the recipe has been passed down. It's very important. It's tradition. We uphold it. My mom taught me how to do it, how to do this. Her mom taught her. And so, uh, the woman is like, or not the woman, the the child is like, but why let's figure this out. I don't, you know, I don't understand. And lo and behold, the mom goes and asks, Whatever, you know, relative it is that's still alive. In this case, it makes the story better if it's the great-grandmother, right? She's like, great-grandma, my daughter wants to know why we cook it this way. You know, there's a specific way that you have to cut the ends of the ham. And, you know, the the recipe's been passed down. I told her it's really important. And the great-grandmother looks at her and said, oh, well, we just had a really small oven and it didn't fit if we didn't cut the ends off. And I was like, that story is great. Now, maybe I butchered a little bit. I think that's like, that's the general gist of it is that sometimes we have these traditions simply because there's no like actual real reason we put so much pressure on ourselves and we put so much emphasis on that tradition. And we never stop to think, do I actually want to be doing it this way? Right? Do I want to be decorating all of this shit? Or like, do I actually really not care? Or maybe do I really love it and I haven't expressed that? And so now I'm a little bit upset. When Thanksgiving, although you can decorate for Thanksgiving, my sister does a bang up bomb ass job, but you know, am I decorating and I don't want to be, or am I not decorating and I really want to be, or am I baking and I don't want to be, whatever it is, super important to write it down and also to advocate for yourself. I get it. There are dynamics and interpersonal relationships and all of this. And I'm not saying go be an asshole and just be like, I want this. I don't care what you want. But you do have to at some way, in some, you know, sometime in some way, shape or form, express what you want, if you ever want to get what you want. So if you are feeling some kind of way during this time of the year, during this season, I strongly encourage you, one, give yourself props for making it through. Number 1. Number 2, identify what you're feeling and why you're feeling it. Are you stressed out? Are you overwhelmed? Right? Are you feeling swamped? Is it your own doing? Did you take on too many projects? Did you say yes to too many things? Did you not advocate for yourself? Is it a bit out of your control right now because of the job that you're in? I I can't tell you. I can't speak for you and I can't come up with, you know, endless examples of this, but I think You folks listening, my savvy listeners, are picking up what I'm putting down. Write out what you're feeling. Write out why you're feeling that way. Try to figure out why you're feeling that way. And then write down what you want it to be like. What do you want it to feel like? And it's super important to write this down because, again, we forget that pain. And then I want you to look at this thing not in December. You need to look at it in, like, September, you need to look at it right now for next year when you're planning things out and put it on your calendar, put it on your iPhone, your iCal, whatever it's called. It's a little reminder pops up in September that says, don't plan that shit. You're going to get asked to be on part of that board and to do the nutcracker and to like be part of some other shit. And you don't want to do it. You got to not do that because otherwise you're going to feel super stressed out again and again. Year after year after year because of that seasonality and that spirality, right? Actually, that's actually the word that uh, Emily really put on my radar was spirality. Right? We know seasonality, but spirality, was I was like, yes. And this idea that things, right, they come back. And it's not in a, necessarily a circle where we feel like we're doing the same thing over and over and over again. And it's you know, the exact same person in the exact same place. And, and we just haven't changed at all or grown at all. It's actually a spiral, right, where we're coming back around to these things. And it happens every single year. Maybe you know that actually you don't like going away, right? It's it's nice in theory, but the flights are really expensive. And, you know, you you stress out while you're there and they have to come back and like everyone's traveling, and you come back, and you have to jump into work and you get behind on things. I don't know. I can't speak for you. But I can speak to the fact that I'm seeing a lot of those words again stressed swamped overwhelmed and I would love to help in any way I can and I think the best way that I can help is with this episode and saying number one identify it two write it down three be willing to advocate for yourself and then four plan for it prepare for it so that it doesn't take whatever action so it doesn't happen again next year and you know real talk I do see it largely from moms because the whole fucking world is on your shoulders. If you're a mom, I want you to freaking go and pat yourself on the back right now. Like, you are doing a bomb-ass job and with everything. You're not failing. You're not behind. Whatever it is that you're doing, you're a superhero. In my mind, there's nothing you can say to convince me that moms are anything but superheroes. So, you know, I... I'm very much guessing that the overwhelm and the stress and the swampedness that moms are is because they are literally taking on all of the work. I am not a mom, so I don't want to like speak out of line and offend anyone. But I do, as someone who has a mom and has been parented, I would love to say to my mom, Advocate for yourself. Tell me what would make things easier. Tell me what would make things better. Now I get it. If you have young kids, that's different. But also, if there's some other support system around, and I, you know, am putting myself in the position of that support system, and 100 yes, I am speaking for them, because right now I'm looking at moms and I want to help you out. I, I, as that support system, I would be saying, please advocate for yourself. Let me know what I can do. Say no. You know, put yourself at least close to the top of the list I I feel like me saying put yourself first is like that's not even gonna happen so let's not say that because then you're gonna feel bad about not doing that but you know bump things up just a little bit so that this doesn't happen again next year right if you haven't listened to that episode uh the past episode with Laura Jean I strongly suggest you give it a listen she is also a mom I believe she has three kids now She talks about her whole journey and pausing because of the kids and, you know, getting back into working for herself and the lifestyle that they've built. And it's actually just a phenomenal, phenomenal episode. And I strategically saved it uh, for the last one, the last one of the year. All right. So that is the... The, I, I couldn't say the meat and potatoes, but I'm like, am I offending some, some vegan, somebody that's a vegan out there by saying that? But that is the meat and potatoes of this episode. I said a little bit earlier that I was going to plug my Instagram intensive, but when I was speaking about planning out my year, I actually decided to run it a little bit earlier this year. So I'm going to be running it. The first day will be uh, Tuesday, January 11th. And I decided to open the doors to the wait list in this month or December uh, and this is like the longest cart open doors open that I've ever had so for those of you wanting a little bit of a business lesson long doors open or a long doors open period that shit is tough I do not recommend selling something for like weeks and weeks and weeks on end you'll typically get the same number of people that buy if you compress the time uh, sorry for that p there if you compress the time that or you shorten the time that the doors are open I left it open longer this time because I wanted to sell to the waitlist first and then I was looking at the holidays. I don't like to sell through the holidays. People are doing shit. Like, I don't wanna be doing that. So I needed the time on either side of the holiday. I didn't want to start selling it in January and have to push. I tend to like to close the doors a little bit earlier so that I can just get things in order. And so I'm looking at the calendar and thinking, "All right, this would make more sense to open it up in December." And because I've gone into the year with not anything else on the calendar besides my typical appointments, and I've closed off some days, and I'm not recording any episodes or anything like that, or any new, um, any new uh, joint episodes or episodes with guests. I had the time and the bandwidth and the energy to be able to be like, yeah, I don't mind opening doors and doing some selling now and selling to the waitlist because I prepared for it. I've created the space and the capacity to be able to do that. So looking at the calendar, the fact that it's going to start on January 11th, I was like, all right, I can push a little bit before the holiday sets in. All right, because we know that that week before leading into Christmas, like people aren't really trying to do that much. So I was like, I don't be doing that. They're doing the most then. So I can push a little bit, I can back off, the doors will still be open, and then I will push a little bit after the holiday, uh, that that first week in January. So the round 10 of my Instagram intensive will start on January 11th. I'm going to close registration on Friday, January 7th. So I'll be talking about it a bit more, but I figured I put it out now for those of you that happen to be early adopters, uh, and then I'll talk about it. Again, in subsequent episodes for the rest of you who like to give me anxiety and wait until the very last minute. And when I say say give me anxiety, if I was to do that, it would give me anxiety. Like I'm not going to be here stressing out for someone else. But if I put myself in that position and if I was to wait to the last minute, I'd be like, oh my God, I'm going to forget. So, I will be talking about it more, but for those of you that are early adopters, the link is in the show notes. Thank you so much, Courtney. And if you have any questions about it, feel free to DM me uh, at the Movement Maestro. Feel free to text me. What is the number? 310 737 2345. But that is after that. that. That is all for this episode. The big thing being write down, identify what you're feeling right now. If you are feeling stressed, swamped, or if you're feeling good, perhaps I should have led with that. If you're feeling great right now, write that down, especially if this this season is an outlier and usually you're really stressed out, write it down. What is it? Why are you feeling good? Why are you feeling stressed? Why are you feeling, you know, overworked? Why are you you feeling whatever? What would be ideal, right? Then the next thing, what would be ideal? And then let's look to put things in place such that we don't get a repeat of all of this next year. All right. I'm looking at my my little board over here and I do believe that is it. We have, I think, one more episode before the new year. We'll see what we talk about. I'm actually, I haven't recorded it yet, so I'm not sure, but there's one more episode uh, next Thursday and then, it will be my birthday, January 1st. I will be 37 years old. What am I doing for it? Probably nothing because that is how I like to celebrate May Play a little volleyball, go to the beach, relax. But we'll cover that in a subsequent episode. As always, endlessly appreciative for every single one of you. Thank you for listening to all the microphone talk. Thank you for sticking with me through the microphone changes. Thank you for the feedback you give me, the shares, the stories, the DMs, the texts. There are a few, but still... Thank you for them, the reviews, the everything. I truly, truly appreciate every single one of you. I do have an ask. If this episode resonated, and I'm probably going to do a bit more of this asking as we move into the next year, because why not? You can also just turn the episode off when you get to this point. That's fine. You're adults. Uh, If this episode resonated with you, if you know of someone that's, that's that's going through it right now that is, you know having a time, feeling stressed, feeling swamped, feeling overwhelmed, and you think this episode might help them and help them plan for next year, do me a solid and send it to them. One more time, if you are that person and you're going through it, I see you, I'm in your corner, I believe in you, keep going. I promise it's worth it on the other side. All right, that's all I got for you. Until next time, friends, maestro.